listening to Five Nights. 7 to 10 p.m. only on 5 FM. I am particularly excited about today's tastemaker. She is an award-winning multimedia entrepreneur, an MC, and a TV presenter that I've got way too much love for. Pamela Mtanga, welcome to Five Nights. Let's This feels like a reunion because I haven't seen her in a while, so I'm really excited. Oh, it feels like a reunion. <laughs> so, and the reason why Pamela says that is because we've actually done a TV show together. Yes. Yes, we we, yeah. we did some strange TV shows together where women were proposing to their boyfriends. <laughs> I loved it. <sighs> and it was like the cheesiest proposals. Remember that? They were so cheesy. I can't believe it. But like it was uh, particularly um, interesting for me because... I couldn't relate at that time. <laughs> yes, so Karabo had just gotten engaged. So for her, it just made sense. Ah, girl, but I, I didn't do the proposing. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but at least you could relate yeah, to like yeah. some sort of a love story. Yeah, for true. me, I was single at that time. I was just like, <laughs> this okay, is weird. This is weird, but I enjoyed my time. Oh, I am so happy that you are here. Listen, on Tastemakers, anything can happen. Okay. As you can see, there are coasters that are lined I'm up scared. in front of you. Uh-huh. Do not flip that coaster. Pa- okay, Pamela's I won't, about I won't. to flip a coaster. Oh, you just... No, oh, no, no. Okay, you're making no, them no, all I'm neat. just fixing them. Oh, there are. Okay, I thought you were flipping coasters already, but that's good. I love that you are keen. <laughs> all right, let's do this. You have got five coasters in front of you there. Yes. You yes. never know what is coming. Okay. You'll flip a coaster and the question will come from what's happening in that oh coaster. Oh my goodness, right. okay. <laughs> I mean, yesterday we had Lebohang Masango. At some point she had to rap. I'm hoping there's nothing like that for you. Yo, <laughs> I've got a sneeze, that disease, and the cheese. Yo! Ho, ho. Don't yeah. worry, I'm not, I'm not going to make you rap. Okay. Hopefully. 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 Or maybe I might just make you sing a Dua Lipa song. Oh, I wouldn't mind! I wouldn't mind! <laughs> How did you know? Do you stalk me? I, I don't follow you. I follow you on social media. You're a social media superstar. <laughs> Come on now. How okay. do you? You've got vlogs and yes. stuff. Exactly. Okay, that's so true. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe you just asked. How do you know? That's special. I mean, it's like Beyonce. Someone singing along to a Beyonce song. She's like, "How did you know that song?" Come on now. <laughs> All right, let's do this. You are going to uh, unveil your first coaster. Okay. What does okay. it say? Spotlight. Ooh, all right, because you are in the spotlight. Okay. okay. So here's what I want to know about you being in the spotlight. <laughs> What's a very embarrassing thing that has happened? You have been on TV. You are even live on social yes. media right now. You're always on stages. I mean, you are one of the most booked MCs in the country right now. Being on the spotlight <laughs> must be absolutely amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but tell me, is there something really crazy that's happened either on stage, on TV, while you're alive, on your socials that um, you'll never forget? And it actually became a teachable moment. Um, two weeks ago, I was hosting an internal awards show for one of my corporate clients slash brands that I worked with. And my... Um, chest area oh no ended up outside of my no. chest area 
And thank goodness for La Cizue. La Cizue literally, because I was co-hosting with La Cizue, La Cizue literally oh. came in front of me. I was like, all right, babes. Oh, <laughs> no. It, it came out. It came out. It was just like there. But like, yeah. What did you learn from that? Like, What, what did I learn? I was just like, okay, so th- this is the thing that I learned. Just always try your clothes on around yes. the house yeah so what i do is i usually try on like an outfit i'm like okay it fits great let's keep it moving no walk around the house oh, have a look and feel run around the house yeah. if you need to because you never know what might happen yeah but yeah see that actually you can this is comfortable for the entire comfortable day for the entire day like oh. just make sure because we only do that with heels Yes. Yeah, we only do that with heels. Like, oh, let me wear them out. Yeah. Stretch them out around yes, the house. Yes. No, do that with your dressing oh. as well. And I love tailor-made stuff. I like unique stuff. Like, if I want something to wear for an event, mm-hmm. I want it tailor-made. Mm-hmm. I want it amazing. I want it perfect. Yeah. But you never know what might happen. Oh, my goodness. So, a tailor yeah. actually made that for you and that yeah. happened? Yeah, so, it Are you going back time. to the same tailor? Definitely. <laughs> Sorry, guys, but it happens all the time. I'm just like... I've gotten used to just like having wardrobe malfunctions okay. everywhere. It, it, it's like, basically your life. It's basically my life. But that one, I was oh. live on stage in my morning. Yeah. yeah At a crazy. corporate event. Oh, yeah. I, like I'm embarrassed on your behalf yeah, right yeah. now. It was semi-corporate. So luckily they didn't see. But La Cise, guys, when I say thank goodness for La Cise, because he was literally like, Oh, well, he's I another think, amazing like, oh. social media influencer that's doing extremely yeah, well. Okay, I love amazing. that Lissize was there for you. Yeah. But you know what? That's the thing. Like, wardrobe malfunctions happen. And it's so lovely exactly. when there's somebody else there to help Looking you. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. even though I hate being told my zip is down, <laughs> I do appreciate when somebody's like, dude, <laughs> your zip. Your you know zip what I mean? Down, yeah. <laughs> I hate Definitely. it so much. But you need people like that who are going to tell you, girl, there's girl. spinach in your teeth. <laughs> you know, instead of hanging around with someone and they're not letting you know that yo yes we, we need more honest people yeah definitely yes. flip your next coaster guys i'm flipping not my the last one oh don't tell me okay i got one okay Oh wow! Here's my next coaster. Okay. It says style. Oh, and that's exactly what we're just talking about now. You yeah. love unique things. You're absolutely fashionable. I think you've really positioned yourself as a fashionista to people. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You've got your amazing "Get Ready with Me" videos on social. I think everybody needs to try those out because yeah. you're so good at coming up with different ways to wear the same item. Yes, yes. Thank you. And I really enjoy fashion. Like fashion. If I could tell you my relationship with fashion, yeah. it's like a really weird one. Mm-hmm. Some people would think like uh, my inspiration for fashion comes from when I was younger. Maybe mm. like there's a my, my mom was stylish or mm. uh, someone on TV was stylish. No, it actually is a trauma response. So when I was a bit younger, I grew up my, with my dad, mm-hmm. and my dad because he's a guy, he would literally dress me in whatever mm. he saw fit. You know, even on my graduation day when I was five years. Years old. Yeah. I was wearing a cow neck, a shirt. What's a cow neck? Cow neck. Um, like a polo neck. Yeah. Oh. Ca- yeah. The cow Ew. neck. No, to polo neck. The big neck. one. The big one is a cow neck. Yes, it's called the cow neck. Le, the big one. Oh. And imagine everybody else is wearing dresses. <laughs> Cute dresses. Uh, yes, at their graduation, and I'm just wearing this cow neck, and my hair is not combed. I don't have like pom poms. And I was like, mm. I promise myself, when I grow up, when I'm older, I'm definitely gonna be a fashionista. So. So that is why, like, you'll find me at events. Sometimes I'm overdressed. Like, please, yes. I'm doing 
and for the child in me. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're so healing your I'm inner healing child. My inner child. So when you see me overdressed, just know like it's not. Pam, the older person, is Pam the child. Talking about being overdressed, I, I'm sometimes very conflicted when it comes to that. And and I think a lot of people can relate. Do you think there is something as overdressed? Like, would you rather be overdressed and look absolutely amazing or would you rather be underdressed so and, I, and not feel good? Okay, so I'd rather be overdressed uh-huh. at any given point in time, mm. you know? First of all, I am not the most social person. So when I step out... Yes. <laughs> You gotta feel it. Oh, I, love <laughs> I gotta it. look good. Okay. You know, but I think you'd rather be overdressed, but be comfortable because when you get into a room and you're overdressed and everybody else is underdressed, mm. the worst that could happen mm. to you is you being uncomfortable. Mm. You having a wardrobe malfunction, can't walk in your heels, mm. or whatever the case may be. Now everybody's looking at you like you should have dressed like the rest of us. <laughs> exactly. So, so rather be overdressed and look good. And stick to the theme. Though. Yeah, stick to the theme. Definitely. Definitely. Also, don't wear like heels and go overdressed at a yoga thing. I mean yeah that's different what music do you listen to Pam I listen to anything that sounds good mm. I listen to anything that sounds good I'm also a fan of Neo Soul okay what has been on rotation right now Afro beats um, you probably like Afro yeah. yeah. Afro beats <laughs> I'm a fan uh. and I'm a big fan of Wizkid and um, but currently I've gone back to listening to old school hip hop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. That's me. So ever so often I just like go back to my playlist. It just uh, gets me like so hyped. It's just like, yeah. <laughs> that's when you feel like a boss. Yes. Like a yeah. Boss. Yeah. You but you see, it? the thing is, music is 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 timeless. I mean, music earlier on on the show, I was laughing about all these R and B stars that are coming to the country <laughs> that keep coming every single year. There's some old school R and B artist that is oh yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like, Pe- people usually say, and I'm so sorry to say this, that like uh, uh, America and sending they washed out R and B stars to South Africa yeah. is just like. Yeah. Apparently, we are like their retirement plan. Oh, <laughs> but so rude. someone said something very interesting, and, and 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 they mentioned how the thing is with certain music, it is so timeless that even though these are throwback artists, the music yeah. is so beautiful that yes. we don't get tired of the music. Yes, and we don't get tired. That's of why yes. they keep going to yeah. boys to men concerts and Tamia. Oh my goodness! So I, I I couldn't believe that Tamia was literally here two years ago. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just wondering why. But that's what I'm saying. They, yeah. Like, they come here all the time. <laughs> all the time. Well, for her, it's just like, I'm done. Two years ago, Retirement you were Retirement plan, honey. That's what they say it is. We're flipping <laughs> coasters on Tastemakers, hanging out with Pamela Mtanga, who is a social media superstar. <laughs> and she's managed to, like, grow her following so intensely that she's even been able to explore her other talents. And now she is an MC. She's a TV host as well. And we are so happy to have her here on Thank Tastemakers. You. Now, your next coaster. My next coaster. You said that that was the last one. Beauty. Oh, I have beauty. What is beauty to you? Beauty to me is confidence. Okay. Beauty with for me is being content uh, with how you look, or being content with just like just being you. So beauty for me is being unapologetically you, being unique, and just being like confident and being you. Yeah. Oh, I love that. So yeah. if you are just so confident with yourself, you will feel beautiful. Yeah, you have to be 
Like, and obviously, you have to take care of yourself, you know, because no matter how confident you feel, the, uh, the, the external noise will get to you mm. if you don't take care of yourself. Mm. So beauty does also come with taking care of yourself and making sure that, like, you keep your confidence levels up. But just, like, taking care of the inside so that it just radiates from the outside. Oh, I love yeah. that so, so much. Thank you me. gave us a really awesome fashion hack, and now all the gents are even starting to text on the WhatsApp line. <laughs> Someone's like, uh, hold on. Uh, let me know is showing up on a first date in a tuxedo overdressed so this is how I would personally style it firstly you can't go to sixes for your first date and then come here and say yeah uh, and then wear a tuxedo pick a struggle choose the right place to wear that tuxedo and then also your date must be prepared so now if your date is not dressed to your standard or just like matching your level of like swag it just won't work out it will look like because in fact she'll go back home and say yo show me wafika no sharp point <laughs> so you're basically saying bubbles. no tuxedo on the first so, date no I'm not saying so but I'm just like make sure that the energy matches and she knows so if you're going to take her to a five-star restaurant or a high-end restaurant, just make sure that like she knows because girls generally do get dressed when they go out, mm-hmm. you know. But like if you're a guy and you're trying to take out a girl, assuming, you know, um, you have to make sure that like they know how you're going to dress in terms of like, are you formal, smart, casual? Mm. What are we going to do? Just tell me where yes. we're going. Where we're we going? What's the plan? What's the vibe? That's the first thing. But like if I would... If I wanted to wear a tuxedo as a guy on the first date, I would definitely not rock the tie or bow tie and pair it with a pair of Air Force sneakers. Oh, that's yeah. a nice outfit. That's a yeah, very I'd rather nice just like tone it down a bit. Okay, yeah. so sneakers, sneakers, no tie. No tie. Okay. You're toning it down a bit. Okay, uh, just to make sure you're not just like. And then somebody Doing asked someone else on the WhatsApp line. That's what I'm saying. The gents yeah. are actually looking for fashion advice here. I love it. I love it. Someone's like, what about flip-flops and, sh- and shorts? Or, 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 or a soccer jersey? Where are you going? <laughs> the question. On a date. On a date. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't even wear that to a stadium. If flip-flops... Oh, but you could wear that to an no. ice cream date. No. If flip-flops, the soccer jersey. <laughs> no. If soccer jersey, I'm buying sneakers. Okay, a soccer jersey requires sneakers, flip flops, and a nice uh, linen shirt or a nice top that works. Okay, but flip flops. <laughs> Uh, that would be my 13th reason why. <laughs> that would be my 13th Fabulous reason like, why. like, absolutely not. If, guys, <laughs> the, the combo, your flip-flops and a soccer jersey. Guys. The, the date won't continue. No. It I, ends right there. Honestly, no. <laughs> you, you probably never even date somebody that is not stylish. I can just tell. It wouldn't happen. Yeah, no. I really, I, I really like a person who takes pride in how they dress. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes it's just like, Presentation, presentation. Yeah. Before you even speak, presentation. But you know? feeling good as well. And yeah. it goes back to what you said about beauty. You need to be confident, but also like yeah. pay attention to what does make you feel yes, good and also exactly. make an effort. Come on, make now. an effort. Exactly. All right. Another coaster to flip this way. Okay.
Let's get social. Let's get social. All right. Obviously, you are a social media superstar. Yes. It has become in- incredibly lucrative in terms of money. Yeah. Right. I mean, you even call yourself a multimedia entrepreneur. You have made a career out of it. I mean, at some point, you even quit your nine to five to do this. Yeah. When does it start being lucrative? And how do you get to a point of like starting out and you only have your family subscribing to your YouTube channel (laughs) to the point where you are getting brand deals um, like you. Yeah, so uh, firstly, I used to be a person who manages influencer campaigns. So I had the back end of it. I knew how to grow my following. I knew how to create good content. I knew what the client wanted. I knew how to dissect and even put together a brief. I knew how Instagram works like the back of my hand. I used to present those kind of things to clients. So I knew it. So it was only a matter of time before I switched to the front of the camera. Mm. You know, So I already knew that. But I think... For another person that is probably sitting at home thinking, I want to create content, the first thing I would say is don't get go in it for the money because you're going to start chasing money yeah. and start getting brand deals or whatever the case may be, but you don't know who you are in social media. So you have to figure out who you are in social media. What's your tone of voice? What is your niche? What content are you creating? Are you creating food content? Are you creating fashion? Are you creating comic relief? What type of content are you going to create? Is it video format? Is it picture format? What is it that you're going to create? So you have to start there identifying who this brand is. And then you get to the point where you execute it. You have to be intentional. So some people have nine to fives, right? Mm. And... Maybe you work uh, Monday to Friday and then on the weekends you're free. You literally have to make a plan. When am I going to create this content? Yeah. You actually have to be intentional about creating content, making sure that like on Saturday and Sunday, I'm creating this content. Family and friends will get to a point where they don't want to take pictures of you. I know of content creators who complain that like, I can't believe my family and friends are really happy to take the benefits that come with me being an influencer, but they don't want to help me create the content. Yeah. It is your business. It is your job. Mm. So you have to make sure that you are initiating that conversation with your family and friends. Like, this is my job. So if you're helping me be intentional about it, when are you free? Or whatever the case may be. Or buy equipment. Yeah. A ring light. Buy a tripod. Make sure that you are creating content. But because you're working a nine to five, it means that you're also going to create in the evening. So buy some lights. Make sure that you're creating, bringing the right energy to your content. And then, like, the more you invest into your content, the more brands are going to notice you. But last tip that I would give in order for you to attract those brands before, let's say you have great content. Mm. It's good. It's looking great. But, like brands are not starting to notice you start tagging the brands in your content so if you would like to work with um, whichever brand whatever brand whatever brand there's a water brand in front of me if you want to work with them drink their water in your stories mm. like this is the best tasting water mm. like guys water has a taste by the way so this is the <laughs> yes. best wasting tasting water especially because um our city had a problem with water it would even be relevant. Like, oh, guys, this is a water I. It's cheap. It's this, it's that, it's that, it's that. It's working for me and my family. Good value for money or whatever the case may be. Now they start seeing you. Yeah. And even when they start working with you, it's easier for, the fo- for your followers to gravitate towards being influenced by you because they can see that you love the brand before they endorsed you. So essentially, so it really makes it authentic. It- be authentic and yeah. do the work. It's not going to just fall onto your lap. Definitely do the work. Invest in the brand and build the brand yourself. Mm-hmm. Build your brand before 
uh, identify what your brand is before brands identify what your brand is. Okay. Yes. Oh, that I is a that. very important point because once brands start giving you money, they literally say to you, I'm paying you to do this, so do this. But that's why you need to be authentic. Exactly. Okay? So if you are not a luxury person, don't yeah. go and pretend like your content is luxury because yes. are you going to keep up with that? How are you going to maintain it? How yes. are you going to maintain that? Be authentic. And I also think we're going back to being quite authentic on social media, which I'm loving. Yeah, I love that. And as real. Well. I love that. Well, social media is starting to become really authentic. I think with the rise of TikTok as mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. there's so many people on TikTok that you gravitate towards watching. They're not even influencers, but they're storytelling, they're comic relief, and everything that they're about on social media, you just gravitate towards them. Like real human stories. And I think that has spilled over to our influencers as well. We just want to be our ourselves and just yeah. like do whatever we want to do because I think that the, when Instagram first came out we were just like so excited for the perfect picture but now it's just like anything goes it's my platform people want to see me she has done so well as a TV presenter and MC and has been able to make magic on social media to the point where she can now even call herself a multimedia entrepreneur it is so possible to make money through the things that you love right yeah, that's so true do you think sometimes, though, the things that we love, making them a business affects the passion for what we do? It certainly does. And I think um, what you should do is that constantly be on a mission to rediscover who you are. You are evolving every day. You have to be constantly on a mission to discover who you are on a daily basis. I always say that once you turn something that you love into a job or a business, Mm -hmm. then discover a new hobby, something that you're passionate about. Go back to your roots and start thinking, what did I like when I was younger or discover something new new learn a new skill mm. you know mm. so i think like it's really important to just like constantly be on a mission to rediscover who you are because you will get feel because it does become work at the end of the day yes because for instance like I love the presenting and the emceeing, but behind the scenes, there's a lot of a lot of work that goes into it. The invoicing part, oh. the me having staff, the me like putting together outfits and all of that stuff, that becomes a job. Your but script. Like, yeah, so you're learning your script, you mm. know, following up with clients in terms of payments. That becomes the job, you know. So you don't necessarily hate what you do, but just like the job and the work that comes with it, you know. And that's natural, you mm. know. So you should just allow yourself to evolve as a person and find new passions, passions that won't feel like I'm working, but just passions that will feel like give you sort of like a new excitement. The novelty of having just like a new hobby is just amazing. Yeah, I promise you it's amazing. And nailing something for the first time just feels amazing. It's always so, so good. Now, before we get into our last round, very quickly, tell me, this is something that's been on my mind for so long. Yeah. How social media has affected my mental health. I get anxious to post sometimes. I overthink things. Yes. Um, it's overwhelming. And I know I'm not the only person who feels that yeah. way. The more and more I speak to people about like how social media has affected their mental health, they really can relate. For people like you, girl, it's a job. Girl, I deleted how? Twitter. I deleted Twitter okay. two weeks ago. Really? I Why? deleted two weeks ago. I just felt like... Um, one an influencer had just bought a car, and it it went from congratulatory messages to, 
mean things. Mean things. To really mean, mean things. And I was just like, actually, I don't want to be in this space. It just feels so negative. And I just felt like it just sucks that I have to be on that platform because that's where I make money and that's where I had the most followers. But I was just like, I just need a break. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Because what I like about social media breaks is that like they make you less dependent on the apps, Mm -hmm. you know? So the more uh, breaks you take on social media, when you come back, you don't... It's not the first thing you open in the morning because you're so used to not having it as a part of your routine. 100%. You know? So when I delete social media sometimes, it's not like, oh, I'm trying to move away completely. There will be a time where I'm just going to vanish from social media. But because I'm still making money from it and I still need to be on those platforms in order to grow my brand, it's fine. I'm going to be there, but I'm just going to delete it as and when I feel like it's getting a bit too much and then go back when I need to. But social media does affect your mental health. And I just think as a person, just pace yourself, take breaks if you need to. And there's this um, no scroll rule that I heard about uh, when uh, Chloe Bailey was doing an interview. She was talking about Beyonce, but Beyonce was telling them there's a no scroll rule. Don't scroll on social media, even if it's nice things, even if it's bad things, just don't scroll. If like it's good things, your team will tell you about it. It's fine. Obviously, at that scale, they can do that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But like at that scale, they can do that. But like when you don't scroll on social media, you won't see the good and the bad. Because I re-downloaded Twitter two days ago because I was just like, okay, let me go retweet all the publicity from a recent show that I did. After three tweets, I got hate. I was like, oh. this is why I left. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you have to just make sure you are taking care of yourself. Take care of yourself. Take yeah. that digital detox if you need to. Yeah. I love that. And protect your mental health. Protect your peace. Mm. Last round. Oh, my God. <laughs> Flip the coaster. We've got Pamela Mtanga here for Tastemakers. And this is the very last round. What's okay. underneath your coaster? Top Toss or keep? Toss or keep. Okay. So this is... Oh my goodness. I told you that you never know what you're going to find here on Tastemakers. There are a lot of surprises. Yesterday, Lebo Hang Masango had to rap. Today... Because we're talking all things beauty, fashion, lifestyle, you're going to help us with a couple of items Mm -hmm. that are in a cupboard. Okay. And... You're deciding in 60 seconds if we are keeping or we're tossing, tossing these, them. these particular this things. This should be fun. Very easy for you, okay. actually. You got very lucky. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, your 60 seconds starts now. Big shoulder sleeves. Big shoulder sleeves. Yeah. Keep. Okay, I knew you were going to say that. Kitten heels. Toss. <laughs> toss it. A man bun? Man bun toss two times. A soccer shirt? Uh, keep. Oh, shame. <laughs> denim on denim? Oh, keep, keep, <laughs> keep. Low rise pants? Yeah, toss it. They're very it. 90s. Butterfly tattoos? Please toss it if you love yourself. Toss it. Uggs? Uggs. Oh, keep, keep. So comfortable. Yeah, winter's on the way. Yes. A bandage dress. Those are those ones from the early 2000s. Or even late 2000s. Oh my goodness, BBLs are in fashion. Keep, keep. Uh-huh. You want to see those silhouettes. Se- sequence? What about sequence? Oh, keep. The more the drama, the better. Yes, we love sequence. What? Ooh. Wait, wedge heels. I toss. I don't know why it's back. I don't know why you guys are <laughs> 
So you don't you, you don't think wedge no. heels or something? No, guys. Picnics. Copies if Copies. Wear heels if you want to. Don't ah. wear them if you don't want to. <laughs> picnics. Well, did you say picnic? Yeah. What about like if you're wearing wedge heels to a picnic? It's cute, but no, please, guys. All right. Or at least they must make them cute. I don't feel like they have designed anything that's very current right now yeah. in order for us to say, okay, we can keep the wedge heels. I actually agree with you. I'm yeah. not a fan of wedge heels as well. Yes. I've definitely tossed those. <laughs> Pamela Mtaga for Tastemakers. Thank you so much for joining us. You were absolutely amazing. I could spend another hour with you. Oh, my goodness. This was so good. I really enjoyed it, actually. I'm so glad I came out. Oh, I'm glad you came I'm out, so too. Glad. You know what? And you're feeling a little under the weather, but you've been absolutely fantastic and the Five Nights fam absolutely agrees on the WhatsApp line. Uh, <laughs> I got somebody saying thank you so much Pamela. I'm a gent and I really enjoyed this conversation. There oh, we go. <laughs> that is Pamela Mtanga for Tastemakers. Thanks Pamela. Have a good one. You were absolutely amazing. Bye. Tastemakers on Five Nights with Karabo.